0: good morning and welcome to the drive thank you guys for joining me again and i'm on uh it is august 28th it is sunday i'm on the road and going back home from the gym it's about seven o'clock right now and i hope you guys had uh had a blessed week and if you went through trials and difficulties i hope that you uh clung to the lord and look to him because that's what that's always the answer (laughs) he's always the answer right um, you know, as I was studying for um the message this Sunday, I was looking at the scripture, uh, Luke chapter 6. By the way, Luke is an amazing gospel, most detailed gospel. Uh I think my favorite if I had to choose one, but thankfully I don't. <laughs> I can look at all four gospels and be blessed by them in different ways, but I love the gospel of Luke and um it really portrays Jesus as, as compassionate, and it also talks a lot about courage. And um, now, as I was studying for this week for this morning, I was looking at Luke chapter six, verse one to eleven, and it's talking about the the man with the withered hand. It's talk, it really has to do with the Sabbath. And so, essentially, what the Pharisees did, what it is thought that they did either way I don't think Jesus cares because he just had compassion but what they did was it is assumed that they planted this guy with a withered hand in the synagogue on the Sabbath in order to see if Jesus would actually heal him or not sort of like a test and again if they didn't plant him it really doesn't matter the same I think that same outcome would have happened God's will got done and ultimately end of story Jesus healed the guy healed his hand But he was actually, one of the beautiful things that Jesus did was he was using uh, scripture to show where the Pharisees were wrong. Now, the Pharisees were at this point, and they actually joined with the Herodians, we know from another gospel, who were those who were loyal to Herod. They actually joined with another group who they didn't necessarily agree with, but yet they joined together with them to take down Jesus. And so... Their heart was in the wrong place, right? It was an issue of the heart. And so the Pharisees weren't at the synagogue to worship. (laughs) They weren't at the synagogue to hear the scriptures and be amazed at who the Lord is. They were there to trap Jesus. They were there to take him down. To prove him wrong. To accuse him. Now, most of the issues that come up in our lives are issues of the heart. God talks a lot about the heart in His Word. And one of the things that has to happen with our hearts, you guys, is that it has to be guarded. You know, uh, reference Philippians 4, 4 through 6. But our hearts have to be guarded against... Criticism against accusations, against judgment, against all these worldly things that the Pharisees were actually guilty of. Our hearts have to be guarded. Well, how do we do that? Well, we pray. We have thankful hearts and we pray. Push back against those negatives by worshiping the Lord, which worshiping God is always a positive. It's always a blessing, right? It it often puts our hearts in the right place. And we know that's what it's about. Our hearts have to be like. I've never done a counseling session while I'm counseling someone over the last 15 years. Never done one where they said, "You know, the problem that I'm having in life is just that." You know, I, I went to the wrong school. Mm, no, that's not really the issue. It's never been an issue when I've been counseling. Or the problem in life is because you know, I just—it's the heart, the core issue is often, and I would even venture to say always, the heart. Where is your heart? From the heart comes emotions. From the heart comes intentions and motivations. And The heart is the core of who you are. And so when we have issues, oftentimes we look at the external and go, look at, what, look at all these issues around me, like ahead of me, and I'm surrounded by these issues. But oftentimes, it's not what's outside. It's what's inside that's causing the issue and you guys I'm not even saying like it's your heart that's causing the problem you know it's my heart. I'm always the problem I'm not saying that but when it comes to issues and difficulties oftentimes it is the heart whether it's our heart or the heart of another so we have to guard our heart we have to make sure our heart doesn't become callous we don't want a heart of stone we want a heart of flesh that's pliable that's flexible you know, and so we have got to be careful to guard our hearts, so we don't become like the Pharisees, pointing fingers, criticizing, trying to accuse, trying to trap, trying to trick people into saying, "See, I knew you were wrong." Right? That's that's the opposite of the heart uh, that the Lord wants, according to His Word. Now, I'm not just not just my opinion. This is what the Word says over and over again. I think, from Genesis to Revelation, it's about the core of who you are you are it's about the heart it's about your intentions it's about what's within you And so what's within you will come out of the words that you say the actions that you take and the reactions that you that you have so guard your heart you guys pray Lord guard my heart help me to have a thankful heart Uh, because really when thankfulness is gone then it's just a rote routine that takes things for granted. And we don't want to be those, those people, right? We want to be cheerful. We want to have joy. We want to have the abundant life as the Lord Jesus talks about. And it starts with the heart. Fill your heart with the Word of God. Fill your heart with, with, with praise. Fr- you know, Worship God from the core of who you are seek him in prayer from your heart to his heart guard your heart well that's it guys there's just a quick thing on my heart this morning i just wanted to share with you guys i hope you have a blessed sunday continually uh, seeking after the lord and looking to him learning from his truth learning about him through his amazing word god bless you talk to you next time